Share Talk, we're joined today by Gervais Headley, the new CEO of Gretland Gold. Hello, Gervais. Hello, Alex. It's nice to have you back on. Yeah, no, thank you very much. It's uh, nice to be uh, speaking to you again. I think the last time we spoke was uh, Minds and Money Conference. Yeah, it was, yeah, when you were in London, yeah. It was, it was, it was nice to bang into you. Well, I've, I've met you and Callum Baxter, so we've been following the progress of the company over the last few months, from about spot 18, I think. You've had a bit going on lately in the last couple of weeks. Yes, it's been uh, it's been a good couple of weeks. Uh, you know, obviously with the results coming back at uh, from our Ernest Giles drilling program, um, uh, you know, the discovery of two large zones mineralisation there, and the stock has uh, taken off, which is great. Yes, I've seen your RNS. Like you said, further drilling results confirm gold gold mineralisation. Do you want to, do you want to discuss that a bit? Sure. Well, I guess the background is that uh, uh, you know Ernest Giles is a uh, covers a large greenstone belt. Um, we have about one thousand square kilometres there. It's virtually unexplored, uh, and it's in a remote area of Australia. I mean, it takes hours and hours to get there. You've got to fly, drive, and uh, keep driving. Um, and uh, the weak control, you know, a large greenstone belt there, and very little work has been done on it. Uh, Western Mining did a little bit of work uh, at our meadows. Um, uh, target um, many years ago where they discovered some gold, arsenic and antimony uh, soil anomalies. Um, Greatland followed that up a couple of years ago with a little bit of wildcat drilling that did hit some gold mineralisation but there was only you know, a few holes that went down. And so what we decided to do late last year is to do a proper um, you know, and fairly ambitious uh, wide-spaced RC drilling campaign at the Meadows Target and, uh, you know, we came back with these results and these results demonstrate that there's two large zones of gold mineralisation there, uh, uh, tens of metres of anomalous gold in some holes, the results up to two grams a tonne. And, uh, yes, I guess the, the latest release there, um, well, not the latest, but the one last week uh, was talking about the results of the one metre samples. And as I say, we got some, you know, decent intersections there and, you know, we're very pleased with those results given that this was our you know, first really serious um, attempt there, and uh, I think look, I think there's some very interesting targets to follow up now. I think I think your investors as well, well, new investors, you you know, this is this is early stuff for you. Just to pick on what you've just said there, so now you've you're going to prepare the target, the Empress Gold targets in the northeast of the section of your license. Yeah, so that's a different area. So yeah, yeah. Um, one thing we're blessed with with Ernest Giles is that it is a large area and we could divide it up into several different projects. Uh, we've got the Meadows Gold Target, uh, we've got the Empress Gold Target, uh, there's a Wishbone Target, uh, then there's also the Carnegie Nickel, Nickel Target, So we and, and there's more. I mean, that's just to sort of name a few, as it were. Um, and the Empress Gold Target, uh, which we issued a release about the other day, is interesting because... There's a large golden soil anomaly there, about three kilometres long by one kilometre wide. Even though the anomaly there may be actually greater than that, we haven't fully tested uh, it to the east. Um, and uh, also the uh, values there are quite high. They're up to five times higher than uh, the ones that we had at Meadows where we recently drilled. So, look, it's quite intriguing. Uh, you know, why are we getting these unusually high golden soil anomalies out there? And uh, so we've decided to do a wide space drilling campaign out there, similar to what we did at Meadows, in essence to try to prove up the idea that, look, at least conceptually, there could be several uh, gold camps uh, on this Ernest Giles Greenstone Belt. And 
you know, that wouldn't be altogether surprising given that, you know, it is the major greenstone belts in Western Australia that host the major gold deposits. If we had, you know, a couple of major gold deposits there, um, you know, long term it wouldn't be surprising. You've, we got, we, 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 we use London South East to go around for questions from shareholders. And mm. funny enough, you've just covered one of the questions there. One, the question from one, could you kindly expand more on Carnegie at the Ernest Giles Nickel <clears throat> Sirius Nova Nickel? That was one of the questions. So you've just, sure. had, you've just hit on that, yeah. Well, I must admit, I'm not the expert on the Carnegie target. Callum is the expert. But uh, as I understand it, it is, a, it is a nickel sulfide target. It has a signature similar to other uh, nickel sulfide targets, such as the Nova target. Um, uh, and uh, look, that, that's another really interesting project for us to pursue at some point. Um, and if any companies are listening, maybe they want to come in and joint venture with us on it. I don't know. It's a, it is an interesting one. I think the only issue there at Carnegie is potentially the depth. Um, it's, we, we think it's maybe two to 300 metres down um, to the... Uh, uh, to the potential mineralization there. So, uh, look, there's, there's, there's lots of targets. Um, and, you know, obviously one of our, you know, key uh, responsibilities to shareholders is trying to take them that one step further and demonstrate the potential value and get a re-rating on our stock uh, from the market. I've got, I've got a few questions from your shareholders. Like I said, we collect these across social media. Because we always try to bridge the gap between companies and shareholders. Is it all you don't know what these questions are? Is it okay if I put some of these to you? Go for it, Alex. Right. This is the way they're worded, so I'll read them out the way they're worded. It okay. says Metal Tiger holds shares in GGP. Are they still holding their full allocation? They hold around three hundred million warrants. Can you comment on that, please? Uh, they hold 150 million shares and 150 million warrants. They yeah. participate in a placement where they got shares at 0.1. Uh, so they've done very well, obviously, out of their investment. Uh, their warrants struck at 0.2. Look, I'm not aware of their position, um, but uh, you know we know the team there well. We have an, uh, a memorandum of understanding around possible joint ventures in Australia with them, and uh, you know we work closely with them and. Uh, Look, I think they are a, a strong, supportive shareholder of what we're doing. Yeah, I think I think the reason the shareholders asked that question because I don't think there's been any updates to the markets, so I think that's why they've asked that question today. To be honest. Yeah, I've seen some rumours on the Twitter boards, etc., about what's going on. And look, there's been a lot of volume going through the stock, um, but you know, I haven't been notified. Okay, no, that's great. So that leads us on to the next one. How does GGP see the joint venture with Metal Tiger maturing? I understand the MOU was signed for a year initially. That touches on what you've just said there, actually. Yeah, well, look, I think it's it's uh, more it, it's going well. We we have uh, ongoing dialogue together about different ideas and different projects, and uh, we look at um, uh, you know I would I wouldn't be surprised if that MOU was extended, uh, you know, when, when it comes up. But I mean, I'm not focused on that now. The, the key yeah. is that uh, you know we have a good uh, working relationship and talk about uh, different projects and different possibilities. Right. So, like I say, you don't know these questions. Here's the next one: What is the profit margin on the mining project like yours? That's a bit straight, isn't it? <laughs> um, look, that's that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. First of all, it depends what project we're talking about, uh, and second of all, I think it's a bit early to be speculating on that. We would uh, the first step with any uh, 
you know, the first step with any barren ground is you've got to detect uh, signs of possible mineralization through soil sampling or geophysics or whatever you do. Then you have to find evidence of mineralization such as we recently have at Ernest Giles. Then you need to define that up into a, a resource. Um, and then, you know, there's feasibility studies and it's only once you get to the feasibility study stage that you actually get a sense of what margins you could make and to, to speculate at this point on any of the projects is just uh, too early. Okay. I shouldn't really say this, but I think this, this next one, this is a final question for you. I think this is a really good one. Would it be good to have a quality review of all projects and where they stand, if not via an RNS, then on GGP's website? No, look, I think you're right, Alex. It's, uh, it's one, something, we, something we do uh, uh, now and then is put out a strategic overview of our plans, and I think it's probably a good time for us to talk about our strategic outlook for 2017. So uh, that's something we can uh, get working on and uh, potentially get out here within the next few weeks. Um, you know, as uh, you know, things develop in the background. Obviously, there's always a lot going on in the background in any of these companies, and uh, yeah. you know, as those things get uh, sorted out, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to put out some sort of uh, strategic outlook for the year. Thanks very much for answering, sharing all those questions there. And just just to finish off, what's the key priorities for 2017 for Gretland Gold, please? Oh well, that's like a that's like the the last question. Well, what are we going to do in twenty seventeen? Well, um, <laughs> it's a good one. If, if I cut out the R and S, I mean, we'll still have to put out something officially at some point. But look, I think high level, um, you know, obviously the recent success at Ernest Giles is key, and we want to maximise the value of that asset uh, for our shareholders uh, in any way that we can. Uh, and we think at this point in time, the best way to maximise the value of that. Uh, a large asset is to uh, demonstrate that it could uh, host multiple districts of gold um, and uh, so we need to get out there and do more drilling uh, such as we're doing at Empress, more soil sampling so there's there's lots of uh, prospective options there. Um, next up you know we do intend to go back to Bromis and follow up on the downhole electromagnetics there which suggested there were a couple of high-priority targets for nickel sulfides that our previous drill campaign may have dismissed. Um, we, uh, we're keen to move on with Javieron at some point. Uh, we need to get a native title agreement sorted there. Um, and so I don't want to speculate on that, but you know, hopefully we'll have something sorted there within the next uh, three or four months. Um, and then uh, in Tasmania as well, we're waiting for results, uh, drilling results at Warrantina, which are due uh, very shortly. Um, and we're also waiting on results from soil sampling at Fire Towers. It's a completely new area at the Fire Tower Prospect, so we don't know what the, what results are going to come back there, but uh, uh, it could be interesting. And, you know, we want to advance both of those projects as well more this year. You know, the market has somewhat written them off, and I think that's unfair given the high-grade gold mineralisation that we've seen at those two projects. So there's a lot going on there. And then finally, of course, we are constantly talking to other parties about different possible projects where we could buy those projects or joint venture those projects. You know, we prefer to buy 100% of a project. It gives us more latitude to do things with it at later stages. Um, but, yeah, there's a, there's, um, you know, there's a lot going on there as well. I think 2017 is going to be an interesting year for you guys because the British media... I don't know if you've noticed it. They picked up on you last weekend, and you you made a few of the uh, the broadsheets. So I think you're definitely getting a bit of attention now. Yeah, well, we were in the Daily Mail, and I think Callum was on page three, or was that somebody else? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I hope he wasn't in uh, the sun. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't in the sun. Sorry, I'm being confused. <laughs> Sorry. 
and that's all right. And so it was, you know, it was a good, um, you know, that that was good. And you know, we're sort of getting the the coverage that I think you know the success deserves. And uh, you know, we we need to forge ahead now this year with with more work and more activity. And that's partly why we brought Gemma Crying on board um, last week. You know, she's an excellent uh, geologist and uh, and a good team player and someone we're very pleased to have on board with us. Um, and uh, look, hopefully we'll be able to make more additions to the team as we go forward here as we get busier and uh, hopefully busier on these various projects. And of course, the, the best thing that could happen for us as well would be that the gold price starts going up because, uh, you know, we are, with the exception of Bromis, you know, we are a pure play uh, gold uh, explorer yeah. in a very safe jurisdiction. And, uh, you know, I think those sorts of companies will be a lot more valuable in a few years if the gold price uh, heads up as Trump starts to uh, misstep. Mentioned Trump there, and obviously a lot of people are watching it. So I think it's very interesting times ahead for America. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, I think it's going to be a volatile year all around. It is. I've got to say thank you for answering your shareholders' questions, and obviously talking about the Metal Tiger thing because I've watched social media and I see that buzzing about. And again, uh, thanks very much, Javis. Thanks for joining us no, today. No, it's my pleasure, Alex. And uh, thanks. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. Oh, hopefully, yeah. Thank you.